Life is back on, sports bettors, and BetUS has your NBA, NHL, NBA, UFC, PGA, and yes, NFL betting lines up for their 27th year and live betting on all of it. Log in to BETUS.com or call 800-792-3887. That's 800-79-BETUS. BETUS for 125% bonuses with the promo code the Zone 125 You bet, you win, you get paid. BETUS.com. Welcome back. You're the Foo Fighters playing. Means our guy Barry Richter in the house. We have to think of a walk-up song, though, for our guy Bill Nagy over here, Wisconsin football legend alongside a Wisconsin hockey legend. Bill, you need one. What is it? Barry's got this. What do you I don't need? Oh, we're going to have to think about it, man. That's, that's a tough That's a tough. Right, call. That's your assignment for next time you're in. you got to yeah, think I'll of do some, I'll do some homework. Yeah, That'll be I'd my s- homework. I don't want to put you on the spot like that. And RJ and Nelly, we pushed over here the fourth mic. Does that mic work, boys? You could. Hello. Rowdy? They both kind of leaned in. It was weird. All right. I like that. Don't lean back like Fat Joe. Like lean a, in. It's like a duet. Yeah. It's a duet. <laughs> got a lot of guys here. Bear, what's what's good, man? What's going on, man? We got a lot of Badger talk, huh? Hey, by the way, I just I, we didn't talk about it before, but we, I said it like about four weeks ago. I like this Badger basketball team. Oh, my. Dude. I like this Badger basketball team. I like this guy named Johnny Davis. Nah, they're, they're great. The whole team itself it, is awesome. Uh, when you guys, uh, I don't know how much you watched the, if you did the Purdue game, oh, but yeah. the seven foot four. Do I, that, how do you guard it? that guy? Do you see how big his his whole body's like? He's gigantic. Times two compared to everyone else. Did you see how big he was? Yeah. Did you see him elbowing people in the face when he just turned around? <laughs> like, well, if he was six or eight, that would have been in his chest. I'm like, yeah, but he's seven four. And he's, he's huge. <laughs> Apparently, huge. he played hockey. He's from Ontario. Yeah, he's he's Canadian. Yeah. Oh like, my god! That's like really. I don't know how big oh he was. God. If he had a growth spurt at some time. Yeah, I, but imagine that guy being on skates. You're like eight feet tall. Exactly. Like, he was. Yeah. Well, I play with Chara, who's six uh, nine. Yeah. What's that like going against a guy that's six nine, Barry? He's got a lot of reach. You, know, you skate under his legs. Reach. Was his stick taller than you? His stick was actually it was uh, it was six feet, so it was like about uh, one inch, two inches <laughs> shorter ridi- than I am. That's ridiculous. Yeah. What are you just? You <laughs> seven feet on skates. It was crazy. That's but insane. He, and, he was, and he was skilled, and and he's tough, by the way. I don't. He's still fighting right now. Yeah, he fought. He fought some other guy from he's Nashville. He's still playing. Yeah, yeah that's, still good. Uh, Nagy, when it comes to you know being on the line, you always was beefing up against big boys. What's the biggest man you ever went up against? Do you remember? Big Vinny Wilfork. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, they listed that guy at like three forty-five, and there is no, yeah, no know. way. No. He had to be pushing like four plus bills. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, yeah, they, let's see here. They got him listed at three twenty-five on is, Wikipedia. There's no way. That was when he was in eighth grade. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what was it like going against that beef? Hey, just you're just like all right, dude. You're just, I don't want to say a speed bump, but you're just like make sure you stay on the block. Like that's it. <laughs> hey, we'll talk some football. With, we'll talk some. It. We'll talk some football with you, Daggy. Just you just hang on for a second, baby. Uh, but when it comes to this bear, obviously the. The series against Ohio State is canceled this weekend yeah. due to COVID. It's, stop me if you ever heard that before. COVID stopped something. Uh, that's against Ohio State, so it's postponed. Um, they'll wait till next weekend. But we got to talk. Badgers came off of their little break, and they won the freaking holiday faceoff. Yeah, they yeah, had some positive uh, momentum going there, too. I mean, it's too bad getting back into the Big Ten swing of things. and You and, get a trophy. Yeah, they had a little hardware, which is good. It was good. Like We, we talked about it before leading into the break. Let the kids get away. Let them study and do their final exams and then have a little fun. Get back to the fun of the game because we all know that they are amateurs after all. And then for them to win the first uh, getting back to uh, this Milwaukee tournament, this holiday tournament, and they did it in great fashion. I mean, they did it in overtime and shootouts and stuff like that. So it was the first year doing it. And they had to come from behind, too, if I remember correctly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, in the championship game. Good job, Ebo. What did R&D department. That's true. And that's, research department's always keeping me on my toes, <laughs> yeah. right? So, yeah, it's nice to restart and then have a trophy and build something off, but then Ohio State gets canceled because of the freaking Rona, dude. So, yeah. Or postponed, sorry. And then January 14, 15, they got Michigan State. So, I mean, we'll, we'll talk about that a little later. But, Barry, you were watching um, um, the halt, what was the – I can't remember the name. Research department's going to kill me. The professionals, one of those negative nine. Winter Classic. Yeah, Winter oh. Classic. Thank you, RJ. Yeah, the Winter Classic, yeah. What's the coldest you've ever played in? Was the Richter Pond ever get down that It was that probably negative 10, but it wasn't a game. It was yeah. just pond hockey. But you used to have you go. we used to go uh, hang out in the Warmy House. That's what it was, was called, where you just sort of you walk in, and they had the heat on, and then it could go warm up a little bit. And then he went out and played some pond hockey, and then he went back in. But it was just – Is it ever too cold on the ice? 
No, if you if you if you bundle up, as long as you're moving, you're good. The wind is the factor. The wind is the factor, right? But it looked really cold. I don't know if you saw that game, but they well, the they guys had the like beards, the abominable like snowmen out there. Yeah, <laughs> they were frosted and everything, and they it looked really really cold. So, have you ever played an outside game like that? Like professional we did, setting? We did on uh, after I I finished, we played against the Minnesota alumni. So Badger alumni against Minnesota alumni on. Uh, over in Stillwater. Really? I think on the St. Croix. The St. Croix and Stillwater, that the river right there? Yeah, so it was awesome. It. They had it all planned out, boards, everything. It was uh, It's hockey day in Canada or in Minnesota over there, and we played. Isn't uh, every, hockey, every day hockey alumni. day there? It was great. We played against alumni. It was awesome. That's awesome. Good rivalry. Nagy, what's up, dude? What up? All right, I'm going to start the rumor. Bill Nagy is coming out of retirement. <laughs> he has put his name in to be offensive line coach for the Wisconsin Badgers as Joe Rudolph has uh, gone to Virginia Tech. He just to told me off. He just told me off air. Mm-hmm. He said, "Don't say anything." I said, "I gotta." Yeah. Was that true? I don't think I'd get an interview. <laughs> <laughs> the you, ship sailed. You man. were with Paul Chris at Pitt, weren't you? I was. Yeah, and I I coached under Rudy at Wisconsin for a year. Too. You got it in. I had on. It's here's the deal. Here's the deal. They're they're in a really really darn good spot with Bostad on staff. Yeah, that's like you like, have one of the best in the business. That's the as theory, a linebacker right? coach. He's yeah, he's going to take over the reins. Is that like the theory? It would, it would be hard to see somebody else come in. And um, I don't know who would even be available. Now, did, was this a, a shock to see Joe Rudolph to kind of make a lateral move to Vatek? Is it a shock or is it like a? I think it's always a shock when there's a lateral move away yeah. from a program. I think there's more to the story but I also know that Rudy has been on that staff and he's been coaching with Paul since 2008 as a tight ends coach 2009 Damn. maybe mm-hmm. yeah so you got to think he was a tight ends coach then he moved to Pitt with Paul he's coached under Paul at Wisconsin for the last couple of years yeah. and I think it's just a crossroads for him right and crossroads. if there was going to be Bump if there was going to be a a coach in waiting who would that be right now who you just were talking about? It's either Jim him Leonard. or him or Jim Leonard. Yeah, right. Yeah. So I, I like I said, there may be more to this story, but I also know um, Rudy cares more about the program than or near everybody, and he's almost loyal, maybe to a fault. Sure. I think he might have passed up some really good opportunities yeah. too. And Rowdy, you had mentioned something uh, I think yesterday about bringing like a, a different vision, a different voice. Like, uh, do, do you want to tell Bill what you were saying yesterday? Yeah, like, I thought for offensive coordinator because. Paul Christ, a lot of people, it's been back and forth with who's calling plays and, oh, it's getting kind of stale. But then at times you see that it's still successful. Bringing in like a younger OC, not necessarily from like an air raid type offense, but a different type of offense just to bounce ideas off of each other and, and like new blood in the room. Absolutely. And I think that was a part of you know Rudy's decision. I think he knew that he couldn't give that to the program. And he cares so much about it to where it just made sense to say, hey, with me here, it's what it is, right? Yeah. And I think the light bulb just went off, and they may have had a discussion, and I'd love to see that. And I think fans and everybody would like to see it too. Um, but, you know, with new faces, new opportunities, innovation. I heard you're very innovative. I, I'm football's done, man. Okay, yeah, the ship is sailed. I'm a, yeah, I'm a spectator. I'm trying to coach you. I'm trying to coach you <laughs> yeah. out now. You got You're um, trying to give me interview material. What do you got? Like, you, what do you got? Do you have? Is another kid on the way, or did you already have your next one? Another kid's on the way. So yeah, you're a family man. How many you got now? This will be number four. Come man, jeez. Four and, club. And Barry, you got four, right? Four, yeah. Jeez. Four club. Man, <laughs> the genetics everywhere. My God. It uh, it definitely is. Okay. For the for the top notchers. <laughs> of, uh, so I mean, Nagy said no to coaching Bear. I mean, no, you're I know you're doing the youth hockey, but have you ever has anyone like from UW ever called? Be like, yo, yo, Richter, no, I mean, Richter, it, come it, on. It, it's uh, as as Bill knows. It's you, you have to be really dedicated. You have to be either it consumes and, and you, Bill's right? there. Yeah. Bill's there, and either it's like out, either. You, can't you know, be on the fence. You, you can't be just like, oh, I'm going to be working. You know, you got to tell those four kids sector. to be like, hey, daddy's, daddy loves you. We'll see you like yeah. for a couple of weeks in the off season. It's like, yeah. yeah, training camp hits, and you're like, all right, we'll see you guys after recruiting in February. <laughs> yeah, so you got to be. Yeah, that's a tough. That'd be a tough life to be a coach. Like it, it is. Yeah, it is, and I think it's getting better. And I think some staffs are changing to that. Mm-hmm. But the reality is, is there's still some of the old school sure. mentality to it where it's hours equates to 
you know, production and all the other stuff. And it's yeah. you got to stay until 10 o'clock because that's just what you have to do. And then be there at like 6 a.m. Change yeah. your accent to fit in. Yeah, change your yeah, accent. Yeah. <laughs> like Brian <laughs> Kelly. <laughs> Brian Kelly. That's awesome. So he talked about it. So the LSU bowl game was last night. They Grab brought that, that up. Jay. And he goes, I'm from Boston. I don't really have an accent. And I'm like, what? Like, first that's, of all. And he goes, absurd. just... I couldn't hear myself. That's why family came out weird. I go, no, you were legit. No, he picked up a southern. southern. He said a southern drawl, like immediately. <laughs> By um, the way, if you're from Boston, it is you have a thick accent. Yeah, and it's Boston. not like the one that he had when he was in front no, of LSU. No, 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 it wasn't. No, that was a southern drawl. Um, so I talked about the Las Vegas Bowl. So, um, and we can kind of incorporate it because Barry, when the Las Vegas Knights came around, that was kind of one of the teams you adopted because how cool the show was. Uh, but speaking of the show and whatnot, I personally have never been to Vegas. I it's I don't know. I was wow. I know. Uh-oh. I was gonna go. Might not come back. No. I was gonna go last summer, and then my wife tore her ACL in her meniscus. So we were gonna in her meniscus. We were gonna do Vegas, and then go out hiking at Zion and Arches, and then go back to Vegas again. But you can't really do a hiking trip when you tear your ACL in your meniscus. And you can't so our our trip got canceled then. So that was a blow. You guys been? I assume. Well, I mean, Nate, yeah. you almost fell to your chair. Yeah, <laughs> I've been to Vegas a few times. There, I want to ask you. I want to ask you stories. No, a couple times. Lots yeah, to do there. Lots to do there. That's where that <laughs> something for everyone. <laughs> something for everyone there. But when it comes to Las Vegas, I was watching the Las Vegas Bowl for the Wisconsin Badgers, and I just had to laugh because I when that cut to like the the Sphinx, the fake Sphinx spinning out there, sitting out there with the big great pyramid behind yeah. it, and said Wisconsin, Arizona State, and had Wisconsin like leading at halftime. Like what a time to be alive, man. Just looking at Wisconsin playing next to a Sphinx and a the Great Pyramid. <laughs> did you guys watch the Las Vegas Bowl? Did you, did you check it out? A little too late for you, family man. Tuned in. Yeah, it's in and out. What'd you think? Took a nap. And like the second, the second half got really boring. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, how'd you describe the second half, Rowdy? Braylon Allen on first down up the middle for two, second down for two, third for two, and then punt the football. <laughs> Yeah. Like, what's the bowl game mean? Until the last drive. So, yeah. I mean, Nagy, the bowl game has gotten a little, you know, uh, it's kind of watered down, right? And you got Kirk Herbstreet over the weekend saying he can't believe people are sitting out. And and how, when we were playing football, we, it was a privilege to play. Well, what do you think of, like, what's the Las Vegas Bowl mean for the Badgers and their program? Well, I think here's the deal. This is the – Oh, I like this. Here's the deal. The, like, the answer that a coach would give, it's like anytime you get an opportunity to go out there <laughs> – and play with your hey, teammates. Hey, you said you're done with this and coaching this. stuff. But, but I'm going to tell you, here's, you here's the, here's the flip of it. I couldn't disagree with Herb Street more. Yeah, I know. We're going to talk about it later that today. That was pretty aggressive, what Herb Street said. I wanted to get I, your like, opinion That's on an it, extreme yeah. take. And for him to say that and be so passionate, I, he's obviously, last time I checked, he's a college football analyst. So yeah. he's trying to protect the game a little bit. That yeah. they air and they need but, guys on their TV for money for revenue. Dude, it... It's crushing to see guys go out there and get hurt for, I don't want to say a meaningless bowl game, but it's a business decision at that point. Mm-hmm. And I, I know I've said that before, and that's my take on it. But um, yeah, it's, Herbie said, quote, sorry to interrupt, this era of player just doesn't love football. Yeah, I just disagree with that. But then I, you have the, like, how do you, some, but he did, he did say there's some out there. Then you have the Matt Corrals of the Bear, world that goes out there against Baylor, gets hurt, and... Who knows what's going to happen because he was projected to be a top two quarterback in yeah. the draft. Yeah. So then you have the other take, and you have guys that are sending scholarship checks and money back home to help support their family because they come from different, you know, upbringings, different yeah. you know walks of life, and that's where it's like. And you're going to say a kid doesn't like football and isn't passionate about it because. It's He's going to sit out a bowl game and make a business decision because he's going to take care of his family. It's like, hmm, do I get a gift card for yeah, like a belt? Like, I remember the Belk Bowl was around had a gift card for, like, do I want to go shop at a department store or do I want to sit out and get millions of dollars for my family and myself? And then I heard other people, you know, hitting uh, <laughs> Chanel up for leaving. Be like, oh, like, true badger. Like, what are you talking about? Yeah. Like, this. Unbelievable. It is unbelievable. They just don't get it. They don't get it. And that's okay. But to Kurt, I'll never understand. Kurt Herbstreit's point, though, with like sitting out for bowl games, RJ, you brought up the LSU bowl from last night. Obviously, I was watching it. And they had a quarterback when they were down to no quarterbacks who decided not to play in the bowl game because it would have burned his red shirt. So they played with a wide receiver. (laughs) Hey, but don't worry. He played quarterback in high school. And I was, it was very, very interested to see how it would turn out. 
And once he cocked back and threw the football, I knew my Kansas State bet was in the bank. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's a good bet. So, Barry, it's a little different yeah. for hockey. Uh, Barry Richter joining us as well as Bill Nagy. So we got the hockey and football connection going on, the rock and sock connection kind of. So when it comes to um, – Wait, I got a solution, Evil. What? Let's talk about – You like that? That's WWE reference. Rock yeah. What about, the, what about a solution for this bowl thing, right? I mean, could there be – could they fund a disability pool – and have a number out there saying, okay, this player, you know what, if you get disabled, there's $20 million, Sorry, right? but it's got to correct you, Bears, 2022, the injured pool. Huh? <laughs> Not the injured pool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're going to the eyes of Major well, League they, Baseball. They kind of already have that. They went to the disabled but list like, of the injured list. But, like, would would that help someone play if they knew that their family was going to get taken care of and they got injured and they couldn't play or they're I think they were, normally were, it's it's like the beginning of the year like Melvin Gordon back in the day took out an insurance yeah, you can get policy insured. like 1 million or 2 million yeah I right? think yeah. even with him it was like 750,000 yeah. which was nowhere near what he signed for yeah the universities are paying for that but it's up to a certain yeah. a certain limit right <laughs> um, and I think some universities it's more than others when Wisconsin's giving a Heisman caliber player 750,000 and I think it was like Someone down south, I think it was Sumlin at A&M was the one that found that loophole. They were paying guys like, hey, $1.5 million, why don't you stick around here? That's well, crazy. Well, now with the transfer portal and the whole NIL thing, and you got guys that are just testing the market to say, hey, I'm probably going to stay here. I like it here, but yeah, I'm going to go see if there's you know some deal that I can get cut for a million bucks well, on the market. With that, you can look at Dylan Gabriel, who was at UCF, Entered transfer portal two weeks ago, committed to UCLA, was supposed to chart classes this week, and last week changed and flipped to Oklahoma. And then we saw that Caleb Williams entered the transfer portal from Oklahoma. Hey, but he still might stick with still, Oklahoma. He so he says. I don't get it. Well, Bear, Crazy. I want to ask you a question on the hockey side of things. Like, obviously, if you're really good, you already can be drafted. In the NHL, like how does that? How does well, you that? You sign your contract yet, so it's the same thing. I mean, it's the same thing. Where could you essentially you get, like you be hurt. like? Well, I'm drafted. I'm just going to sit out now, or do you have to keep playing to? Yeah, you. Got, I mean, kids can sit out anytime they want. I just, uh, it's 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 a little different. Um, yeah, the NHL is a little different with that. You know, but but it could come. It could come to hockey pretty soon. Is, is sitting out maybe certain games when they when they know they're going to be signing a. A deal. I mean, Paul Caulfield knew, knew he was going to sign a deal after the season was over last year. Yeah, but see, this played, stuff is so. getting so wild. They had, there was a player in high school that sat out his senior year. Oh, the guy that went uh, to Ohio like State. Quinn Ewers. Ewers. No, no, no. Him and him and Braylon Allen re-registered uh, class oh, so they could come. Yeah. yeah, they reclassified so they could come in early. There was an actual high school player that sat out a year. So that he could start working on his NIL and where he was the Texas going. Quarterback, I, I can't remember who, who it was or what player yeah, it was. Quinn, Quinn Ewers reclassified, entered Ohio State because um, Texas did not allow the NIL. I don't think and, it was Quinn Ewers. Though. Okay, but th- this is his where he entered the He's NIL. Um, went to went to Ohio State because he could make money in Ohio and is now transferring back to Texas. <laughs> The NCAA created this. Yeah, so it's a monster. Yeah, I don't feel bad one bit, (laughs) and it is an absolute just – I mean, it's it's unbelievable what's happening. And Brian Kelly was on the, like you said, on the LSU-Kansas State Bowl game, and he's a guy He's like, I like to create rosters from freshmen on and build it through your classes, but he goes – but we're going to be hunting the transfer portal because that's what you have to do yeah. now. <laughs> that's, that's what it is. Yeah. That's what it is. Uh, all right, boys. God, time flies so much. Um, I would keep talking. I'm going to see how long I can push the envelope. So when it comes to you guys, how was New Year's Eve? What did you guys do? Barry, we'll start with you. Did you make uh, any we, resolutions? Uh, did I make any resolutions? It's always <laughs> the same, you know, just, uh, just keep kicking ass, keeping it clean, you know, try to try to lose a couple pounds. You know what I mean? You're a pretty, pretty and, fit uh, guy. I don't know if you, <laughs> you might be able to gain some muscle on your Eat better. Eat your veggies. Eat, eat some vegetables, you know what I mean? Nagy? I like your shirt today, by the way, bud. Yeah, old school Sega Genesis. I was trying man. to figure out, I was like, oh Found my God, back is my closet. Sega Genesis shirt? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll give you the Bill Belichick. Oh. No. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, it it was, just, you yeah. ever hear the report? Rowdy loved that thing. That was hilarious. The Bill Belichick was on the podium. Was it after a loss? Yeah. Yeah, they got beat. 
<laughs> well, it's kind of it was Buffalo. They lost, and then oh, some yeah, the lady Bills. who wasn't some even reporter. writing an article about football asked him the she's question. Like, Emily, excuse like, me, I'm doing a segment on New Year's resolutions. <laughs> not a football question. I'm doing. He's just like, no. He goes, let you in here. maybe next week. Yeah, he goes, maybe next week after it's already 2022. It's like, yeah, no, no, maybe next week. As right, so the Bears gonna eat veggies and. Uh, what about you, Evil? Me? Yeah. I just said I, I said I was gonna be um, more obnoxious. I was gonna own it. More obnoxious. Yeah. I'm just gonna. No, don't do that. I'm never gonna bend a knee, Barry. Just continue to just never, never apologize. Never apologize. That's I've had that for the last three years. Feels Love good. It. Feels well, good. You've been guns. weaning off apologies because you were down to like one per month. Oh yeah, I would year. do one apology a month, but I kind of gave that up again. <laughs> so I'm not apologizing again. Uh, before I let you guys go, uh, Aaron Rodgers. There is speaking of uh, donkeys. There is a guy who his New Year's resolution to be less of a donkey. A guy that is not only a Chicago uh, beat writer, like, and he also was uh, seen wearing a Cubs hat, right, Rowdy? Yeah, that's his uh, cover photo. He has proclaimed yesterday that he does have a vote for the NFL's MVP. He will not be voting for Aaron Rodgers because he's a, quote, jerk and a bad guy and put his team in jeopardy for what he did in Hawaii of not coming back and then lying to the media. So this guy says, despite the Packers being the number one seed, the best team in the NFL, the road to the playoffs, running through Lambeau Field, they have the first round by best thirteen and three, best in the in the league, and Rodgers balling out without you know all the players of on the line for the injury says he won't be voting for him because he's a jerk. Is Aaron Rodgers MVP? Nagy? He's the MVP. That guy should have his vote taken away. I and agree. I don't know who gives these votes. He's a- AP. Who, well, they that's a problem. Yeah. And if you hold these MVP, you know, and these awards to such a high standard and you have guys like that who are awarded votes, yeah. like, what does it even mean? Yeah, they, put, they put together a panel of 50 right? like, what, beat what are writers we doing? and former players. and In the audio, and... he even says, like, when Rodgers was in Hawaii before the season even started, that would be the main, one of the reasons why he wouldn't vote for him. So even before the season started. You already said he wasn't going to be the MVP. Richter, is Rodgers the MVP? Yeah, for sure. I mean, you watch that guy play. You watch him just throwing these passes. And it's, it's, I think we all are starting to appreciate the last couple of years just because of, you know, what's going on with him and the organization and seeing him work his magic. I mean, him to Adams is just unbelievable. Those guys, the, the same page they're on, for sure. I mean, it's just, it's been awesome to watch him over the years. And this guy's just got an issue, right? And, and well, he's a, you, you got to be objective. What, if you have those votes, you got to be, you got to be objective. And this guy is obviously not objective. We just nominated for D-Bag of the Week. on his shoulder. And Aaron Jones is now officially shoo-in for Walter Payton, Walter Payton Man of the Year because he took time out of his day to pose and take a picture with this said beat writer. Yeah. There it is. Man of the Year. That's yeah. charity work. Richter, you're the man. <laughs> Barry, you're the man. Speechless. Man. No hockey this weekend, and con- com- confirmed you are not getting into coaching at the collegiate level yep. or professional I, that level. Is, that is a true statement. And Nagy, the scuttlebutt around with Madison this morning was that you would be throwing your hat in the ring for offensive line coach, but you're squashing that right now. Yeah, put it to rest. Put it to rest. All right, it's, it's official. All right, boys, appreciate it. Get around, boys. Have a good one. Uh, Bill, listen to this music as we're way out. We'll be right back. Life is back on, sports bettors, and BetUS has your NBA NA. NHL, NBA, UFC, PGA, and yes, NFL betting lines up for their 27th year and live betting on all of it. Log in to BETUS.com or call 800-792-3887. That's 800-79-BETUS. BETUS for 125% bonuses with the promo code THEZONE125. You bet, you win, you get paid. BETUS.com. We got some angry individuals out there when it comes to the NFL MVP and Aaron Rodgers. It's something that we have been talking about ever since Rodgers was vilified on the podium, that the media members that vote for MVP would have their undies all in a bunch and would indeed try and screw Aaron Rodgers out of what be his fourth MVP when it comes to one comment he made. Yeah, I've been immunized. And then we've been on it, Rowdy, forever and ever. And finally, all you got to do is wait a little bit. Once called conspiracy theorists we were, Rowdy, well, all you got to do is wait a couple months, and they pretty much come true. As an AP MVP voter yesterday proclaimed that he will not be voting for Aaron Rodgers for MVP because, and I quote, he's a jerk and a bad guy. Not for on-the-field stuff, no, no, but for off-the-field stuff. Good morning, Rowdy. Yeah, good morning. 
Uh, what does MVP stand for? Most valuable player. Player. That would, uh, I assume, playing in the NFL, correct? Yes, Doesn't, since that's what the that's what the uh, MVP would be for in the NFL. Would you consider playing in the NFL um, while you're absconding around in Hawaii? Is that an NFL stadium, Hawaii? When you're like hanging with your friends and fiance, is that is that considered playing in the league? No, the Hawaii stadium has been condemned. <laughs> I didn't think that was a professional, but yeah, that's been condemned. Good point. They still used it for the Pro Bowl. <laughs> Correct. Yeah, yes, good good point. Uh, Rowdy, would you consider uh, Rogers? Um, talking about what he does with his personal life and his body playing in a stadium in the NFL? Nope. No, neither would I. Uh, but what, did you see this guy's, um, did you see this guy's like profile on Twitter? That in fact he's a Bears beat writer? Or the fact that his cover photo, he's wearing a Cubs hat? I mean, we're not talking about the. Oh, is that the one raised by Randall Cobb? I believe it's Aaron Jones. Or Aaron Jones, yeah. So I don't think we're starting off with the brightest individual. No, we are not. We will talk about One this. One big giveaway, the Cub hat. The Cub hat and the fact that he's a Bears beat writer. And um, I have audio as he was on 670 The Score yesterday proclaiming why he will not be voting for Aaron Rodgers for MVP despite being the odds-on favorite. And, um, well, Rowdy, r- remind me, the Packers, they are what in the league and have what in the playoffs? Like, what what, what, what did Rodgers just, just do with? The Packers and this team? Packers are the best team in the NFL record-wise, okay. and they're the number one seed in the NF- NFC. And that means they have a bye in the playoffs too, right? They do. And the correct me if I'm wrong, the playoffs run through Lambeau now, right? Yeah, and this week doesn't matter. And what's the Packers' record? Well, they're 13-3. and three. That's the best in the league, right? Only team with 13 wins. Huh. And they've had a lot of injuries, correct? And Aaron Rodgers has been able to navigate those injuries and help them to 13-3, and three, right? Uh, at one point, you could argue that three out of their top five players on the team were injured. Interesting. And one of those losses of the one of the three losses, right, Rowdy? Uh, was Rogers playing in that game? Nope. That and, was Jade Love. And Jordan Love, when he was in there, you know, everyone else was basically in that game, right? I mean, that was that Rogers would have had, yeah. Yes. But Jay Love was in there, and they lost. So let me ask you: If Rogers was in that game, and they only they didn't score very many points, do you think if Rogers was playing in that game instead of Jordan Love, do you think that the Packers, you know, potentially win that game? Yes. Huh. Interesting. So Aaron Rodgers not an MVP because this guy proclaims he jeopardized his team. Jeopardized his team. Well, Rowdy just reminded me that the Packers are the number one team in the NFL. They have a first round bye, uh, number one seed in the playoffs. The playoffs run through Lambeau. And Aaron Rodgers, when playing, is a reason why they are the best team in the league. Interesting. This guy is, uh, what a strange line of thinking. We'll get to his audio a little later on, and we'll talk about it. I wonder if he has a vote for the Major League Baseball Hall of Fame. Ooh, because if he did, you, Rowdy, we were talking about this yesterday a little bit, and you were talking about, was it Mike Hunt, the name of the guy? Michael Hunt. Michael Hunt. And what did Michael Hunt have to do with his votes? The last two... Major League Baseball Hall of Fame votings, he left his blank. And blank, the one like bo- nothing. Yes, no votes. And then the one before that, he decided only to vote for Derek Jeter. <laughs> so in the last three Hall of Fame votes, he's voted for one player, Derek Jeter. All right, question for you. Could you make the case that it's for Mike Hunt, Michael Hunt, that it's less egregious of what he did than what this other guy is doing for Aaron Rodgers because the steroid stuff kind of leaked into the game? No. Okay. Both egregious. Both should lose their vote. And both just gigantic idiots, correct? Mm-hmm. Huh. Yeah, I'm inclined to agree with you. Rowdy and I were called crazy for saying that Aaron Rodgers would be jammed up by some media members because of what he did off the field. We were called conspiracy theorists. Well... Rowdy, when there's a conspiracy theory out there, all you got to do is wait a couple months, sometimes a couple weeks, sometimes a couple days, maybe sometimes a couple years. But eventually, it usually comes true. Like what we proclaimed, Rogers would be jammed up by media members, and here is a media member yesterday outing himself. When I play the audio, you'll be shocked. He will even say, well, we're not supposed to be talking about uh, who we're not going to vote for until after we vote for them. So I'm kind of pushing the envelope here. This guy needs to lose his vote. If And he literally says, Rowdy, there's nothing in there that says I can't do this. 
It, it, it doesn't say anything about on the field. It's the most valuable player. Player. Rowdy, what do they do in the NFL? Don't they play the game of football? I feel like I'm taking crazy pills. This guy is a clown. Uh, i got to get his name correct. Hub Arkush. I think I'm saying his name right. Doesn't matter. Uh, correct. Hub, well, it does matter for one thing and one thing alone. The reason why I wanted to get it right. Hub Arkush. I think I'm saying this right. I'm going to start the show off by doing this right here. You just made the list! Oh Hub Arkush, if that is your uh, correct pronunciation, you are now up for D-Bag of the Week. You just made the list! Oh Alongside of Antonio Brown, which that story is taking a little twist, per usual. Still not cut. Still on the Buccaneers? Still on the Buccaneers as of yesterday late afternoon. <laughs> and Bruce Arians said he's no longer with the team, right, after the game? And he's still... Still not cut. So that has taken a twist as AB's camp has come out to say um, that there, he might have torn a, an AC. I'll get to it. There's an MRI and he, maybe it's some ligament tears or whatever. So we'll get to that. And then also joining the Washington football team's FedEx field is up for D-Bag of the Week as well. I'm sure most of you have seen it out there. Jalen Hurts after the Eagles beat the football team walking into the locker room and a bunch of Eagle fans were hanging over this barrier and the barrier collapsed, and they all fell down onto the uh, the field where Jalen Hurts was, almost crushing Jalen Hurts, almost like crushed like a photographer. And then apparently they were denied medical attention, which is <laughs> another twist of that story. So FedEx Field also up for D-Bag of the Week. There it is, Rowdy. We have three already, and it's only a, a Wednesday. Happy hump day, by the way. Any other ones you can think of? Or we, I mean, we'll see what happens for the rest of the day, Thursday and Friday, but I think we're... I think we got a good list right now. I feel like Hub Arkish, the newest addition, could win this one for not wanting to vote for Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, because he's a jerk. I don't get. It's hilarious because he said because he's a bad guy and he's a jerk and he and, jeopardized his team. Yeah, and he held his team back. Okay, but here's the thing: Are you voting for most valuable player or are you voting for Walter Payton Man of the Year? <laughs> I don't think Rodgers is up, by the way, for Walter Payton Man of the Year. Aaron Jones is, I do believe, for the Packers. But yes, to your point, Rowdy, is it MVP or Walter Payton Man of the Year? It's the MVP. It is not the Walter Payton Man of the Year, which Aaron Jones probably should win. Fantastic guy. Yeah, even you know why he should win? He he. This guy not only did he state the case for Aaron Rodgers, um, well. Should be winning it, and the fact that the media sucks. Mm-hmm. One other case that we can use for Aaron Jones to win Walter Payton Man of the Year is that he took time out of his day to to pose for a picture with this dumbass, <laughs> and he has it right on his cover photo. Rowdy is one hundred and ten percent correct. If you go to Hub, I gotta, I gotta. Let's see here. Yeah, Hub underscore Arkish A R K U S H. There is a picture of him. He's wearing a Cubs hat. As he's on the sidelines with some headphones on, alongside of Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones, Rowdy, to say it again. Aaron Jones did what? Yeah, he took time out of his day to take a picture with this dumbass. Yeah. And he, he even made it his cover photo. So this guy, yeah, there you go. That's funny, dude. So we'll case uh, closed. This guy is a clown. AP, I know you're listening because everyone listens. Remove this guy's vote immediately. He should be shut down. The executive editor for Pro Football Weekly, an analyst for Shaw Media, the Daily Herald in Chicago, and a sideline reporter for Westwood One, and proclaims to be an NFL insider for 670 The Score. This guy, I guarantee you, if he's not up right now, he's probably sleeping with a mask on. That's what he looks like, Rowdy. A guy who probably drives alone, triple, quadrupled mask, sleeps with it, showers with it, somehow finds a way to eat with it as well. This is what this guy, this is the Karen... This guy is the Karen of sports media. Shut him down. All right, we'll get to this, dude. It's uh, it's A R K U S H is his last name. H U B Hub, and the last name A R K U S H Arkish. I think I'm saying that correctly. If that again, as Rowdy said, it doesn't matter. So we'll get to his comments. Your jaw will hit the floor and be like, "This guy is a complete clown." Listen to how just idiotic. And triggered this guy is from a quarterback that is Aaron Rodgers deciding what's best for him and his own livelihood. 
That doesn't have anything to do on the field. It's all off of the field. Listen to this clown show. Do you have an MVP vote this year, Hub? I do. Yeah, I'm one of the AP. There's 50 of us who vote, and I am one of us. And are you? did you reveal that you're not voting for Aaron Rodgers? Is that correct? I did, yeah. I mean, I've been pretty consistent about that all year. Um, I don't think you can be the biggest jerk in the league and punish your, your team and your organization and your fan base the way he did what? and be the most valuable player. What? Has he been the most valuable on the field? Yeah, you could make that argument, but I don't think he is clearly that much more valuable than, than Jonathan Taylor or uh, or Cooper Cup or, or maybe even Tom Brady. And, and so from where I sit, the rest of it uh-huh. is why he's not going to be my choice. Do I think he's going to win it? Probably. You know, there, there, a lot of the voters don't, don't approach it the same way that I do. Others do, who I've spoken to. Um, but one of the, the, the ways we get to keep being voters is we're not allowed to say who we are voting for until after the award <laughs> has been announced. I'm probably pushing the envelope by saying who I'm not voting for. Um, but we're, we're not really supposed to reveal our votes. I'm going to are- pause there for a second, Rowdy. There's a minute left of this. Is this guy not the biggest idiot you've ever heard? Who's a bigger idiot? The person selling farts or this guy? Well, she's making money. Yeah. He doesn't get paid to do this, nor should he. Well, actually, he does because he's he's a journalist. Yeah, but I'm talking specifically for voting on it. Okay, that's a good point. Um, See, this is the reason I absolutely hate when it comes to, like, all-star voting in Major League Baseball where it's all fan vote. Yeah. I think it's stupid because it becomes, a per, like, a popularity contest. But I also hate... When these type of people that are sports writers get votes too. Same. They're, they clearly don't, this guy clearly does not deserve a vote. If if you're really going to do it, now I know this might be a little tough, why don't you have your peers vote on it? The people you are playing against. That's a great idea. The actual people that you compete against? Not th- Not these losers that sit around and well here you can just hear why he's a loser some more here's here's some more from him are they supposed to are off-field things like vaccination status supposed to factor in or are there no guidelines for that there's no guidelines Uh, you know we are told to pick the guy who we think is the most valuable to his team and and um you know i I don't think it says anywhere you know strictly on the field uh although i do think he hurt his team on the field uh you know by by the way he acted off the field uh (laughs) you know i mean they're going to get the number one seed anyway but what if the difference had come down to uh to the chiefs game you know where he lied (laughs) about being vaccinated and and, and, you know ended up not playing and they got beat so uh, i think all these things should be considerations that, that's the way i look at it he ruined the entire off season for that football team they were left in jeopardy they had no idea what they were doing um uh, a, a lot of the off the field stuff was wasted because he wasn't there he tortured his fan base um uh, and he's and he's getting ready he's already started doing it again oh so, you know, so, he, so and, he couldn't have won the mvp before the season for you for me, no. Yeah, no. I, I just think that, that the way he's carried wow. himself is inappropriate, and and, and you know the, the 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 vaccine thing just was one more, you know, log on the fire, so to speak. I I think he's a bad guy, you know, and I don't think a bad guy can be the most valuable valuable guy at the same time. This guy puts on a clown wig, clown makeup, a squeaky clown nose, a Ronald McDonald jumpsuit, and then the biggest clown shoes he can find. And goes about living his life every day. This dude is the epitome of a clown. You know what the worst part about this is? That people agree with him? Yes, and he's 100% serious. And he gets an, an MVP vote from the AP. Wow. Rowdy, how can one jeopardize their team when they're the number one seed, the best team, first round by, playoffs run through Lambeau, and with all the injuries, put up a season like that. How can you not be the most valuable player? And when you weren't playing, and no, he was not suspended because he lied. He was suspended, or he wasn't suspended at all, excuse me. He was out because like 500 people, players in the NFL did in the month of December alone had COVID-19. And then came, and they lost that game because Rodgers wasn't there, adding to why he should be the MVP. How can you seriously say that he's not the most valuable to his team? Well, I mean, this is a guy that majority of the stuff he said wasn't even true. Like, exactly. It goes like, to a lot of media. It, it, it's all stuff that he, in his reality... Remember when I used this term, and I'm going to use it again? Little T, big T? 
Yes. Little T is your own truth. Yep. But the big T is the real truth. This this guy is like making stuff up at this point. Like he's got a lot of what ifs. What if this would have happened? Well, it didn't. Mm-hmm. And then I, I would say half of his arguments are what ifs, and the other halves are things and that my feelings weren't true. My feelings were hurt. No one, uh, no one, but it was the media members, Rowdy. Everyone in the Packers knew his status. Every, people in the NFL that needed to know knew his status. He never jeopardized a single person on his team. And how could you even make the case when they're the number one team in the NFL? I can't. I can't wait until it comes out. And the MVPs announced, and the votes are all counted, and we get to see exactly what writer voted for who. Yeah, because the only guy he mentions is Jonathan Taylor. He does. He did Tom Brady for a and, and Tom Brady, who are number two and three on the list, but according to odds, are quite far behind Aaron Rodgers. Uh-huh. So it'll be interesting to see who he votes for. Let's see. Uh, when Aaron Rodgers played, now obviously the first game of the season against the Saints, that was a stinker. So there's, I guess, knock against Aaron Rodgers. That was week one. Uh, Rowdy, the other loss, the Vikings, that's when Rodgers balled out. Rodgers was insane in the second half. Um, I know it was a loss, but Rodgers still was a freak show in that in a positive way in the second half. And the other loss the Packers had, Rodgers didn't even play, therefore adding to the fact of how much he means to his team because Jordan Love was playing, right? And they lost that game. And I think, Rowdy, if Rodgers played against the Chiefs, we are safe in saying the Packers probably would have won that game. Well, Rodgers kind of falls into the category of like the Michael Jordans and LeBron Jameses, where in theory, I think you could have said that from 2011 till 2016-17 season, and then again from 2020 and 2021, Mm -hmm. Aaron Rodgers could have won the MVP every single year because he purely was the most valuable player in the league. Yeah. So how about this, Rowdy? Speaking of those all-time greats, Tom Brady, an all-time great. He had mentioned his name, this Hub Arkish guy, who is a complete clown. We'll call him just Mr. Clown Shoes. Mr. Clown Shoes mentioned Tom Brady. The Buccaneers are a three seed and sit at 12-4. and four. They have lost more games than the Packers and are not as high as a seed as the Packers. Jonathan Taylor, who he had mentioned, Mr. Clown Shoes. The Colts currently are the sixth seed, 9-7, and seven, Nine and seven, and with Jonathan Taylor, they started the season losing to, let's see here, the Seahawks, the Rams, the Titans, the Ravens, the Titans again, the Buccaneers, and the Raiders. Rodgers, in the two games that he has taken a part in while being available, has lost um, just what? To the Saints and then the Vikings. The other game, the Chiefs, Rodgers was not there because... Again, like 500 players in the month of December alone had COVID-19. And I think the consensus from most callers, both of us and even other media members, had Rodgers been there, they win by at least two touchdowns. Yes. Hub Arkish, you are a literal clown. You are a joke. Your vote should Do you be think removed. He, honest, you think he... Act, see, I know... Do I honestly he think definitely he thinks, yes. thinks this way because he's very confident and smug when he was talking. But at, uh, there's a part of me that's like, did he really just do this just so that people like us in the media would pick it up? I mean, I'm sure that just, goes into just play. Just for clout on his name? I'm sure that goes into play. But also he says in the clip that he's been very consistent with it over this whole season. So yeah. Yeah, he has been because he said before the season even started that Aaron Rodgers couldn't get an MVP vote from him. So, yeah, he has been consistent. Consistently an idiot. <laughs> there is no doubt about this. Like, I I just don't get how some of these guys get the ability to vote. I don't get how they get out of the bed in the morning. Like, how do you, how do you look at yourself in the mirror and then go about putting on your clown outfit to go walk around in life? I don't get it, dude. And it's, it's at... Now it's trickling into the NFL. We always used to talk about MLB being donkeys, whether it's voting for the Hall of Fame or for player awards. Yeah. Now it's uh, now it's this guy, and he does. I I guarantee you, there's other people that feel like him too. No, I get. Yeah, there is. Not a lot, but some. Antonio Brown, FedEx Field, now Hub Arkish, Rowdy. We were talking earlier. We have a fourth potentially. Could the fourth D-bag of the week candidate 
belong to Kirk Herbstreet? Could we go to Kirky for his comments he made about football players now being selfish and not loving the game of football because they sit out of bowl games? Could well, Kirk Herbstreet I mean, come up here? That's just like his opinion, man. Like the dude? <laughs> no. Benjamin? I'll defend Kirk Herbstreet if you need me to. I don't, you can do whatever you want to do. Oh, can I play the clip quick? Yeah. Right. You a chance to clarify because those are. Oh no, this is a clarifying chance. Uh, we don't want him to clarify. No, I think Kirk Herbstreit, just in general, yeah, yeah, yeah. for yeah. some players, I think it is kind of yeah. like that. Like, it's oh, here about, we go. I got it. Sorry, let me play it quick. My, like, what's the difference as a player in saying these games are meaningless when, as we played in quote unquote meaningless games? I mean, I know you guys were right. here a lot, but I just don't understand. If you don't make it to the playoff, how is it meaningless to yeah. play football? And compete isn't that what we do as right. football players? We we compete. So yeah. I I don't know if cha- I don't know if changing and expanding it yeah. is going to ch- change anything. I really don't. I think this era of player just doesn't love football. So after Kirk Herbstreit said that, who was the big draft prospect that then tore his his ankle all up and now affected his money? No, it was Matt Corral. Yeah. So Kirk Herbstreit proclaiming that this era of, of individual players doesn't love football and they're selfish. Benjamin. I disagree with the opinion, but I don't think saying something like that warrants making the list. Kirk Herbstreit's <laughs> a guy that he, he wants college football to do well and be healthy more than anybody. So even though I think it's a tough opinion to have, I, I understand the premise of guys opting out and him. I, I wouldn't tie it to not loving football. But when you have like a guy like him, there are differences between him and and guys in the college football media that actually don't like the sport, right? Yeah. Like, he he lives and dies college football. So while you could disagree with that specific opinion, you understand where he's coming from. I just think he maybe takes it a little too far. There are, there are other media members out there that cover college football that pretty openly don't like the sport. Well, you can also say that probably since the NFL and sports became big money entities... There's been guys probably every decade that you could say, yeah, they really don't love the sport. They're doing it because they're really good at it, and they're potentially going to make a lot of money. Like Robo quarterback. Or Jay Cutler. Guy was good. It's not like he really – he gave off a very strong vibe of like, I don't care. I don't care. Like there's been players that have been in there that – you can tell they don't love football. They love the check. Now, question. Do you think Curb Street also is saying something like this because ESPN airs bowl games? And you would imagine that if the bigger names that are out there playing are more eyes on the TV because you want to see these big names, therefore the people that pay for ad revenue would like more eyes for ratings. So Herbie is protecting his brand that he works for to have more money come in. That could be part of it. Joe Tessitore was the guy calling the Ole Miss game where Matt Corral went down. It was infuriating. He would not say one thing on the broadcast aside from Matt Corral going down and doing it the right way. He kept throwing that out as if, oh yeah, he came back for one more game and he just tore up his ankle for you know for the right reasons. It's it's infuriating. You could definitely see the broadcasters and people like that pushing for maybe subtly yeah. those guys to play. But I wouldn't. I mean, I I'll defend Kirk Herb Street forever in terms of. Like, he wants what's best for college football. You could just disagree with some of the subtle things he says. Growing up in the Madison area as a Badger fan, as a person that played football, if I had made it with a D1 scholarship to the Wisconsin Badgers, and we were were playing in the Las Vegas Bowl after, I think, a little bit of a disappointing year. I think a lot of people expected Wisconsin to uh, be better be in a Big Ten championship and hopefully take out Ohio State. And I was a first-round draft prospect. Obviously, as a, as a person that always wanted to be on the field, I would even have to sit there and go, man, I don't think I'm going to play. Oh, I wouldn't have played. I wouldn't have played either. I mean, look at Jalen Smith. I said, I'm going to go get my money. I'm not going to risk this. Jalen Smith played in the Music City Bowl five, six years ago. I would have taken tore- the money I would have gotten and go spend it in Vegas, actually. He literally tore up his knee so bad that it pretty much ruined his NFL career. Yeah. There was, there was a shelf life. So, yeah. That's I mean, why I'm saying even it being in this area my whole life, diehard Badger fan, playing for the team, if I was a first-round pick, it would be extremely tough for me to say I'm going to play. 
It's also the sports changed a lot since Herb Street and Desmond Howard it's a, played. It's like an untamed beast now. Well, money, yeah. money, money, is money. So much more. Yeah, money's money. changed everything. Where I mean, it's when like they a, were playing, there were like the whole landscape was different. The NFL was different. The NFL money was different. College football itself, right? There's no playoff. There's just I mean, the BCS. But the Rose Bowl is, you know, the granddaddy of the. They're ball. so predicated on money, and then then they go and make fun of, or then they disagree with players who want to make money. Yeah, I don't look that far into it though. I think he I think he's coming from a place of wanting these games to matter. I don't think he's actually questioning I I, I think the last comment of they don't love the sport, I don't think he really meant that. Well he's, he had a clarifying video. Let's I'll play it just to give him his the benefit of the doubt here. So here's here's Herbie. I do want to give you a chance to clarify because that was a pretty sweeping comment that players don't love football. It, not all of them. Right. But, but I just want to make sure that you, people okay. don't misunderstand Let me put it to you this way. Yeah. Every coach that I talk to in a country, when I'm breaking down a, you know, a roster, I'm going over there too deep in a production meeting, and one of the things they'll say to me on a guy that, like N'Kobe uh, Dean, this guy loves, loves ball. ball. Mm-hmm. Right. And I'll be like, when they first started to say that to me, I was like, yeah. Yeah, of course. But now I'm starting right. to realize, like, no, this guy's a gym rat. Like, he'd be here, yeah. even if we didn't ask him to be here, he'd be here. And that's becoming more rare. Exactly. And the reason that's becoming exactly. more rare is yeah. they have so many distractions. They, you know, they have this, and they have video games. Pull up his self video games. They don't grow up with the same passion. Okay, this. Right. We had, there's some that still do, but I don't think as many. I, don't, I think he just well, buried think, himself a little I more. I think you could, you could completely be. They a, have a cell phone. They have video games. Uh, what? You could completely be a guy that loved football and was a gym rat, and then all of a sudden... Your last game in college is a Vegas Bowl type bowl, and you're looking, going. I'm a first round pick. If I uh, if they pick up my option, I'm going to be making over ten million dollars on this one contract because we know the shelf life of NFL yeah. players three to four years. You play out that first round pick contract, you probably have a, at least ten million dollars in the bank. Nope, I'm going to play, completely mess up my ankle and knee in this Vegas Bowl. Now I'm lucky if I sign for the vet minimum and I make it a year. Well, Herbie would just suggest that the reason why he was sat out, Rowdy, not because of the make money, is because he wanted uh, to look at your cell phone or play video games. That was a tough It's a tough boomer take. take. It's That's a big tough, boomer take. But yeah, I still Gen defend it. I still differentiate Herbie, oh, he is a take X, like that he? and the others we've seen in the last day. Is Herbie Gen Xer? He's a Gen Xer. He played in the 90s. Yeah, but uh, concept of a boomer take. Yeah, he hangs around a lot of boomers. Not a size. He hangs out with Corso too much. Corso might even be older than a boomer. <laughs> he's from the oh, silent. He's from the silent era. He's like ninety. That's what I'm saying. His favorite actor is Charlie Chaplin. <laughs> All right, <laughs> we got our new beer of the week. Uh, the relief pitcher on the way. <laughs> silent era. No, I gotta see what. I don't even think yeah, he's a boomer. He's way older than a boomer. I don't know. He might be early boomer. He's born in '35. When did the boomer start? Clearly, it was after World War II. <laughs> I got to look here. Yeah, you're right. Uh, boomers. He was born during the... A boomer's 46. Yeah. 54. Oh. No. 19... What was he born again? He was already a gym rat by the, by 37, the time the boomers said, came what, around. What did you say? 35. He was a post-war generation. Do you know there's two different boomers? There's boomers one and boomers two. God, which one's worse? 